0: The cost of data breaches is on the rise worldwide as it dips a bit in the United States. That's according to the 2013 Cost of Data Breach Study conducted by the Poneman Institute for IT Security provider Symantec. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro for Information Security Media Group, and to discuss the report's findings, I'm pleased to be joined by Larry Poneman, Chairman of Poneman Institute, and Robert Hamilton, Director of Product Marketing at Symantec. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank,
1: Thank you sir. very much, Eric.
0: Larry, this is the eighth year you've conducted the Cost of Data Breach Survey. Anything in this new survey that surprises you?
1: Well, every year there's at least one or two surprises. And I think the biggest surprise for me is just the the market variation across countries. You know, we do nine country studies now. And if you kind of look at the range of costs, on the low end, we see India and Brazil. And on the very high end, we see Germany and the United States. We're not talking about pennies apart. We're talking about big, big differences in cost. We have some theories behind it, but in general, we think that's a very interesting finding. And there are others as well.
0: What do you find some of the theories?
1: Well, one theory is that as organizations are more heavily regulated, the cost goes up initially, then tends to flatten out and actually starts to decrease. So the most heavily regulated industries in data breach would include financial services and healthcare within countries like the United States and Germany. So I think uh, that may explain in part why the costs are so high. There's a second possibility, and that's we find that the costs associated with malicious or criminal attacks are more expensive than data breaches resulting from negligence or system glitches. And we know that the rate of uh, the percentage of data breaches that occur because of uh, external attacks or hackers or malicious insiders are more likely to happen in places like Germany and the United States than in Brazil and India. So I think those are some of the reasons why we think there are so, why the cost differences are just so great.
0: Could there be a factor in that in some of these more developed countries, regular countries, there's more value to the information that they have?
1: Well, you know, that's a good question. I think there might be other competing. I don't think it's just one issue. I think it's probably a collection of factors. And I think in some countries like Germany, for example, I think people care a lot about their privacy. And as a result, companies do more to preserve their trust in countries like Brazil and India, not to pick on India and Brazil because they're great countries, but maybe it's less important as kind of an element of, of trust between consumers and companies.
0: You mentioned healthcare and financial services being two sectors that have the highest per capita breach costs. Is it just regulation? Is it the, anything about the kind of data they have?
1: Yeah, I I think the data is definitely a factor. Obviously, you know, if you're a bad guy, you go where the money is, so you look at banks or investment management brokerage companies, and we know that's the reality. You know, the empirical evidence proves that time and again. But also the data, there's more sensitive and confidential information held by financial service companies and healthcare organizations, more so than, say, a retailer or consumer products company, and I think that plays a very important part to this whole issue of cost.
0: Now, the type of data breaches, I guess, vary. I mean, as you point out, the survey reveals that human errors and systems problems caused about two-thirds of data breaches last year. How has that trended over the years, and is malicious activity on the rise as a cause of data breaches?
1: Basically, we find that the data breach issue, the root cause of a data breach, is in fact changing. When we first started to do the study, the category of malicious or criminal insider was relatively small. And this year, it's actually the single largest category, representing an overall about 37% of the total. But before we get carried away with that result, the reality is that still low-tech issues, system glitches, employee negligence, or even incompetence are much more likely to occur and cause a data breach than a criminal attack, either inside the organization or external to the company.
2: And Larry, let's not discount also that a lot of laptops are lost or stolen every year, and that accounts for a tremendous cost to organizations for trying to notify users that may have had their data on that laptop.
0: Yeah, it does seem that way. Some of our own coverage in our healthcare info security site, a lot of the losses we report are about lost laptops.
2: Yeah, it's literally thousands of laptops are left just at the TSA security checkpoints every week. So it's a pretty common occurrence.
0: The survey notes that the cost of data breaches dropped in the US, yet it's still the highest when it comes to cost and size of data breaches in most other countries. We discussed briefly the point about maybe regulation as being part of the reason behind it. Uh, Well, first of all, why would regulation be a factor? Is it just the cost of meeting regulations that add up? Wouldn't those regulations help prevent some of these breaches?
1: Well, I'll take a stab at that, and this is a very good question. You know, Regulations always cost companies in the early stage because they have to change, in some cases, change significantly their business process. So that's definitely a cost, and that creates probably, in, a, in the world of data breach, more confusion, more steps that you have to go through in order to keep the regulator happy. But we also know that it helps an organization from a structure point of view. Regulations like HIPAA and some of the financial service regulations provide prescriptive guidance, steps that you can take. And as organizations learn to do this, they probably become even better and more efficient at, at, at managing the cost of a data breach. Regulations, I think, in the early stage are probably just cost increasing, but over time could actually become cost decreasing. And we see that. I think there's evidence of that in the U.S. study because we've been looking at it over eight years. And the cost of data breach or the regulations driving data breach started way back in 2003 with California's 1386. There's a nice track record and you could start to look at the pattern of how regulation affects cost.
0: So you're saying, in fact, the initial costs were there, and that's why U.S. is high, but in part it's, it's dropping a bit because maybe the, the, the regulations help tell organizations how to secure themselves.
2: Well, I think you're on to something there. Regulations over time have helped organizations get a handle on the insider causes of data breach. That is people just doing dumb things with data, people not knowing that they're handling confidential data, frankly encrypting laptops so that when they get lost, they don't have to notify anybody. But also consider over the years that the proportion of system glitches and human errors is dropping in the US as a relative proportion. And what's taking up the slack is the attacker. And as you see in the data, the the cost per breach for an attacker is running $277 per record loss versus human error and system glitches on the average only cost about $160. As people get a handle on the insider and breaches are caused more by outsiders, we may see the average cost, in fact, rise.
0: That's discouraging.
2: (laughs) It's reality,
1: unfortunately.
0: In the study, you mentioned several steps that could maybe help limit the costs, and one was that organizations with CISOs, Chief Information Security Officers, are better situated in controlling data breach costs than those without. Do you have any quantification of what percentage of organizations have CISOs? I don't know if the survey showed that or not.
1: Well, in the sample, if you look at all of our companies, 277 in total that participated in nine countries, a minority of of companies have a chief information security officer or one individual with overall responsibility for IT and information security. But that number is increasing. And in this study, we basically don't, we have numbers, but we also have other pondeman studies that show that percentage is increasing steadily over time. In the United States and Germany, the rate of the the number, the percentage of folks with the title CISO is actually larger than in countries like India, Italy, and Brazil, which have a lower cost. So there seems to be some correlation there
2: as well.
0: Why does the CISO help limit uh, data breach costs?
2: The reason that the CISO exists really is to maintain a strong security posture, to put processes and systems in place to protect the data. Many uh, CISOs that we talk to believe the number one function that they serve is to secure the organization's confidential data. So by having someone focused on that effort, you're naturally going to put systems and processes in place and see your cost per record fall.
0: You had several other suggestions of how organizations could lower the cost of data breaches. What are one or two good ones that our listeners should perhaps follow?
2: Well, I think an easy one is to encrypt the laptops, invest in whole disk encryption so that if you have a mobile workforce, then they inadvertently lose their laptop, you're basically covered. Uh, That's safe harbor. There's no reason to even investigate what was on that laptop, no need to inform anybody whose records may have been on that laptop. In general, we believe that, uh, and what we hear from our customers is that using technology, or even not using technology, to educate employees as to what is confidential data and to have an annual training in your security awareness training that really speaks about treating confidential data the right way it goes a long way to raising awareness of the problem.
0: Are there certain elements of not treating it the right way that are common in many organizations?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We did another survey with Panaman that told us that over half of employees regularly email data to their home email accounts. We know from other uh, organizations who've done surveys that up to 20% of home computers are infected with malware. So you're going from a secure environment to a relatively insecure environment. Putting a stop to that practice can really do a, a lot to protect data.
0: Are there any other takeaways you want to share from the survey?
1: Well, I think probably the the whole issue that low-tech solutions, training and awareness and governance is as important as technology. It's a very complex thing, managing data breach, and there may be a company that might do it so well that they could actually reduce the cost to zero, but it's very unlikely that a company, that any company, even with the best security posture, is going to basically find that they are preempted or potentially not at risk of, of, of a data breach. I think just being prepared and having a plan in place, an incident response plan, doing the manual low-tech things as well as having the right technology, I think is very important. Vigilance is everything in this game.
0: Robert?
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to um, reiterate what Larry just said in terms of the incident response plan. Uh, over and over we hear that customers that have put together a small team of Human resources, legal, compliance, and representatives from the operational units is a key, key practice in helping to get a handle on uh, the inevitable breach that may occur, avoiding what we call a crisis within a crisis. Definitely have a team pulled together that is able to react quickly in the event uh, of breach.
0: Well, thank you, gentlemen.
2: Thank you, Eric. Thanks, Eric.
0: I've been speaking with Putnam Institute's Larry Putnam and Symantec's Robert Hamilton about the 2013 Cost of Data Breach Study. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.